Welcome to the Music Talk podcast with me, Graham Farmer. In this series of conversations, I interview some of the biggest artists, DJs, and producers in the world. I hope you enjoy this series. Let's get into it. Hey. Hey, yo. Welcome to the stream. Welcome to my disco shed in my garden uh, and my live stream. How are you? That's a nice little setup you got over there. Yeah, so we built a, we built this streaming studio in the garden. It was, we, it was always my dis, this was my disco shed, and it was always our party shed. And it's like down there, there's a big box of fancy dress, and outside the shed, there's more fancy dress. Uh, and we just used to have parties in here. And then when we started live streaming, we just we turned it into our stream, streaming studio. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, um, how are you? You like? I feel like I. Uh, we've covered you so much on Data Transmission, and kind of, and you, and, and like I've done so much with your either your team or. Like, it's like one of these people you kind of think, it's like when you meet at a conference and kind of go, you just want to give them a hug because you've kind of yeah, spoke about yeah. them loads, and, and, uh, but they never met them. And it's like, so yeah, how are you? I'm good. I know. It's like, oh, shoot, you really exist. I really, oh, I see you now. Face to a name yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really good to be on. Um, and uh, I'm doing, I'm doing really well. Um, you know, things have been moving out here in the States. And so mm. I've been getting to play a lot of shows finally test music out that I've kind of just been hoping works for a live audience, you know? Um, yeah. So just cruising along. How was the pandemic? How was the last 18 months for you? <clears throat> just, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people would say a roller coaster. You just don't, you know, you've never really known when things would be back and if they're going to stay. And, you know, uh, aside from the, the fact that I haven't been able to play live shows, I think I found a silver lining in the, um, <clears throat> in the downtime because, you know, uh, I still work uh, another job to, right. you know, make ends meet. And so with that downtime we had, it was, it sucked not playing shows, but at the same time I was able to like take my extra time and focus on production, really hone mm -hmm. in on my sound. And I did a lot of, a lot of digging through old music and really kind of figuring out like the, the path that I want to be on with my sound. So although it sucked for a, a lot of reasons, I think there's been a lot of good that came out of it for me. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Cause you've still been releasing like the, the whole time, haven't you? This isn't the first one of... Yeah, yeah. I switched. Uh, last year, I did a lot of remixes. Um, mm. But uh, this year, yeah, a lot of my music that I've made during quarantine has just been, you know, kind of steadily flowing. So it's been nice. Did you did you get on the live stream game? Have you been have you been playing or, have you, or did you just kind of get your strengths, just focus on production? Yeah, I did. I did the live stream stuff a bit. Um, you know, for me, I was just trying to keep my name out there. It's like, also, the mm. live streaming stuff was good to just reach audiences that you really never could before. Um, so I did some streaming, and um, I'm not gonna lie; I'm kind of glad the streaming is over because it's just <laughs> super. It's super strange not playing to an audience. You know, as a DJ, you feed off of that. You let yeah. that guide your sets. So it's a little odd when it's like my dog and my girlfriend on the other side of the, the camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I've just sat in the shed, and but thank, like we've got a cool audience, and they just it's it's been fun. Like yes, like I'm not gonna lie, yesterday was hilarious. Uh, we got I started getting this. We had a troll, and they come in and they were like playing, saying play two pack, play two pack, and we were like, no, I don't want to. Like we were in the, we were just having like a full on conversation. Like, it was an interview, and we were like, and then they were like, play it, play it. So that's how we got we got we've got now got two pack on our little desk. We made this picture with streamers. I got Lil Wayne in the background back there. Oh, there you go. They, we got it. they they could be friends. <laughs> so yeah exactly um 
Love it. So you've got this new your new re- remix EPs out today out to today on Club Sweat? Is that Yeah, so uh the Aston Shuffle remix uh dropped yep. yesterday um for some people fall. And then we have David Penn dropping a remix next week. So that that's really Sick. It's really exciting. Uh, I'm a huge David Penn fan. Yeah, so. he's done some amazing stuff as well. Yeah, me it's too. Just, like, it's, it's like a, it's just, um, you know, his music is so timeless. A lot of the records yeah. he makes. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know, just hearing a flip from him. Have you heard it? Have you, like, are you, have you been playing it? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I played it out a couple times. You know, it's, it's interesting. This is the first time I've ever had... <clears throat> people remix a record of mine and I still really love the original. Like, you know, I love the remixes so much and they fit certain kind of Mm. like crowds and time slots, but I really love playing the original still. So it's almost like a battle in my head. I really want to play a remix, but I really want to play the original. So I should start dropping both. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. hundred percent. Um, we can play some of them now. You're going to, so you're joining me for new music Friday. So we've got loads of music. Oh, Oh, nice. just, we can we can play some stuff right now. Hang on a minute. Let me you just drop the Aston this. Shuffle remix. Yeah, that one in there. So you, do you want to play? Should we play the remix first? Yeah, the Aston Shuffle remix is down there. It's really dope. Loving that remix. That's well cool. Uh, the guys and gang in the chat, what are you feeling that? Should we give it the, we'll give it the rave horn? Hey, there it is. Yeah. So it's so so yeah. So we've got so we've got some uh, we've got some we've got some sounds. If you want to, uh, if you're feeling it, we can give him the rave horn. We also, I'm a big Hulk fan. Hulk. Oh, no. <laughs> I did it. We've got all the stupidity on a Friday. Uh, we normally wear a fancy dress as well, but um, yeah, it's all good. You missed you missed so that, that, that train today. What the heck? No fancy dress today. Oh no, we've got Captain Planter here. He's a, like so. This is a disco. Like it's supposed to be a disco ball planter. It's supposed to put fl- plants in it, and it. But we kind of we need a plant so far. So at the moment, it's just Captain Planter, and he's yeah, a hero. There you go. I, he looks like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. <laughs> In a, after the next record, we'll get you to give us your five things producers need to know, which is a series I've started on YouTube. But for that, let's. What else is going on? Like, what uh, what other music is happening? You mentioned you've got some some mad remix requests coming up. What's tell us? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm super excited about these like next probably four or five months, just because like I've never been able to stack music like I have throughout the pandemic mm. and all that. So just to have like consistent releases that I really love. Um, and then, yeah, 
you know, so my next release is actually coming out on Snake Hips label. Um, nice. the new one, um, never worry. And it's, it's quite different. Um, it's, it definitely feels more like a, <clears throat> a song, um, more like mm. a full, like more melodies, more, uh, just less of a house track, still housey, still got the, you know, classic elements, but, um, I'm really excited about that one. It's called secret. Um, mm. and then just recently, I think it was last week, um, zoo's team hit us up for uh, a remix of Zudio 54. Nice. So, um, working on that one now. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy when um <clears throat> you know an artist reaches out and they want a remix, but they they also want that remix to like be part of their set. It's like a weird thought process when you're making it because I'm like I've had to like stop myself a little bit when I start to go down a hole of like sounding too much like Zoo, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, so you get a remix. Where? How does it start? Where do you start? What do you look for? Yeah. Um, what's the process? <clears throat> yeah, so. Uh, I usually try not to listen to the original too much if I can. Like, you know, Zudio 54 is kind of hard because it's such a popular song. Uh, it's a pretty popular song off his album. Yeah, really just usually I, I look at like the vocal elements and see what I want to use and, and kind of start building uh, an eight bar loop around that and just... You know, I really try to keep it in an eight bar loop. So if I can, if I can keep producing in that loop and muting stuff and stacking things, I know that when I arrange it, it's all going to, you know, blend together. It's all going to sound all right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so far with that remix, I've just been making a bunch of different ideas, kind of seeing which one I like the best. And um, usually at the end of the day or week or whole long, however long I do that for, something will stick out. Yeah. yeah. Do you throw lots of ideas away? I do. Yeah. You know, one thing my mentor has taught me is just to not be super precious about your production because uh, it's just, you know, you can become obsessed with a lead that you write, like a melody mm. that you write. But, um, you know, you you could just be not building around it right or just it just couldn't be that good. You know, it might not be that good. So being able to like let that go or put it off to the side and start something new is is super important. I think when you're a producer, that's cool. Um, just looking in the chat, Harvest says that spy bar uh, t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, I'm on this side. <laughs> and he it. also, and he also says question, what is your go-to piece of gear, whether it's hardware or software? Yeah. You know, I don't have a lot of hardware. Um, I have a couple since, um, <clears throat> and if I'm being honest, I don't really use them that often. Um, I did, I did more in the, in the past. I used my Moga a little bit more, but, um, I, I really started to love the, uh, Yuhi suite of, uh, of plugins. So I use, <clears throat> I use Repro 1 and Repro 5 pretty much religiously. I use Diva quite a bit. I'll use Serum a little bit, but, um, usually that's more like if I'm feeling, crazy and wanting to do some sound design um i usually won't you know i usually won't use those presets in there too much they're a little uh they're a little dubby but um quite quite everyone's agreeing that diva is is great yeah yeah diva honestly all of the yuhi um plugins are just so well designed and they really emulate a lot of older synths really well so um uh yuhi sponsor me show me some love <laughs> yeah let's do it i'm your best uh promoter over here let's do it let's cut that and make that make that let's get it let's get that happen let's make that happen right exactly 
Um, okay, I feel I feel like we should. Uh, some of the people in the chat might not have heard the original. Uh, for some people, fall. So let's play that and let them hear the original, and then yeah, let's do it. We're going. To, we'll go into some of your choices, um, and I'll ask you five things producers need to know. Let's play this. So right, sometimes yes. on here, sometimes on here, I get the ice cream van pull up outside the outside, and the ice cream van goes, and it's uh. And then you have to um, take I a time out and go get ice cream. Oh yeah, well, everyone in the chat's going, I want ice cream, I want ice cream. So uh, they were saying some really nice things. So I thought I'd read them. I like how you fuse the vocals in and out. Great arrangement from Kesh. And you were saying about you were saying about the how the samples are lined up. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the piano in this is is samples. Uh, they're just uh, stabs that I that I had found and I just replayed into, uh, I do a lot of chopping with samples. And so I just kind of resampled the samples into that, uh, that piano lead. And, you know, the, when it comes to like arrangements with leads and vocals and percussive elements, that's why I like that eight bar loop is so key for me when I'm producing, cause I can keep everything really tight and make sure everything is just very precise in that before I arrange it. So, um, I appreciate that. A lot of love in the chat. Um, okay, and then you like I was saying, your your sound like when we I first started covering you, long to, like it was a lot more gritty and a lot more kind of mm-hmm. West Coast, I guess West Coast like Dirty Bird sound that kind of. But you seem yeah, to have gone yeah. more housey and more kind of more yes, yeah, a lot more house now. Yeah, uh, it's almost the it's almost like oh, I think a lot of people have gotten to see my evolution because I just started releasing like when I first started producing in. Like 2012, I, pr- I was pretty quick to start releasing. Probably like mm. 2015 was like my first EP release. And, um, you know, I've really like, I've really pulled from my inspirations over the years and tried to like make my sound my own. And so it's just kind of just been like a an evolution that everybody's got to watch unfold. And um, yeah, I definitely think I've gone back to my Chicago roots a little bit more with with some of the sounds I'm using now and just like my arrangements. You said you've been listening to a lot more of that music. Yeah, was that yeah. through lockdown? Was that in the lockdown period or was that before that kind of happened? Yeah, you know, during lockdown, I kind of got sick of like really heavy club music. I'm sure a lot of people did because <laughs> we weren't in the clubs. It's like, it's very different when you listen to it uh, and you're not in a club. But, mm. uh, you know, I just started digging into like some in- some indie house type stuff, some old like Chicago house uh, playlists that I found on Spotify and just spent a lot of time creating stuff that was kind of outside of my comfort zone and did a lot of recreation of tracks, like transcribing and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's been interesting this year releasing because I'm kind of like, wait, uh, you know, I know, I know what's coming 
but mm. I'm waiting to see how other people, you know, like it. Did you have did you have some of the older labels asking for your music and then you were like, it's just not gonna be right for you. It's it's I need to find a whole new a whole new like label base and kind of who's gonna put this music out. You know, I think from the start I really wasn't sure where my music fit. Um nice. <laughs> and so like I like geez. 2016 maybe 2017 I started my own label just similarly to how Chris Lake started Black Book and how he started uh Rising way back when mm. like that started for him as a outlet for him to release his music and I kind of mm. took that on as myself when I started Arrow um just wanted an outlet for me to put out my own stuff and so you know, now that I think like my, my sound is evolving, I'm seeing avenues where I could fit and like where it makes sense. And I think like now I'm just trying to keep my sound without trying, you know, without adapting too much to labels that are asking for music, which is also That's tricky. Cool. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Um, Harvard says, how often do you spend on the initial idea and arrangement and mix down before you send it as a demo to labels? Oh man, <clears throat> it really just depends on the track. I mean, I think when it comes to when it comes to mix downs, I've I don't really do my final mixes anymore. Um, I think I've uh, I've racked my brain as much as I can on my on my like final mix downs, and so I've been having um, having other people do those. But uh, I I usually try to get it as as nicely sounding in earbuds as I can. That's usually kind of my trick is to bounce between like my monitors, my earbuds, uh, when it comes to the mix, also like laptop speakers. Um, if you can make it sound good on that, then like no label A&R is gonna, is gonna knock you. Um, but you know, I think also having the mindset when you send music in as a demo, um, when you send it in, just knowing that you're probably going to get feedback, but that's a, like, that's a good thing. I used to take that as like uh discouraging but you know now i think if a label is telling you exactly you know the changes and tweaks to make to make that right for for a release it's you're you're in a good spot if you're getting that feedback so you know it's hard to it's hard to give like a, a concrete answer there but it's just i think just being open to the uh the feedback is important i've never i've never heard the switch between earbuds like the earbuds and and speak that sounds so like obvious but i've never heard it like no one's ever said it before but it sounds like like that's like the modern car test it's like mm -hmm. because that the earbuds will be much less obviously much the, the, there'll be a much different sound so it seems like it's obvious but yeah yeah i mean 99 percent of people are listening yeah earbuds you know so you've brought us some new music for New Music Friday. So you brought some music for Music Friday. What have you brought us? What what should we play first? You obviously you can choose. What should we play first? You know what I think is a really awesome record. Um, sorry, some of these are a little bit older um, than the four day window. Um, but the, uh, the new the new remix from uh, Dom Dalla, the uh, Calvin Harris, the remix for okay. Calvin Harris he did, right there. We'll play this, and then I'm going to get your five things producers need to know. Let's do this though. So. And I'll be
That's really cool. Uh, I really like that remix. That's really cool. Like flips it out completely. Like I said to you a minute ago, like imagine sending that to Calvin Harris and going, right, I'm done, here it is. And then and yeah. you, know, like sit, you sit there shitting yourself because it's like, what's he going to say? I know, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know. That one just came out. But uh, when I heard it, I was just super impressed because I feel like with remixes like that, you have to show so much restraint mm. with like your production and you just got to like find something that, you know, is like super groovy and super interesting, but not too like over the top. And I don't know. Yeah, there's always the original. It's going to be stand there, guys, staring you. Like even though you're saying like before, you can't listen to the original. But something like like big ones like Calvin Harris, you're just going to have heard it everywhere anyway. Like yeah, it's going to make it so difficult. Right, what record are we playing next? Let's let's see here. So 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 I, some of these are old, but maybe they're so maybe they're so old that they're new to some people. I don't know. Oh, Ill Provide. I, that one's new. Let's play Ill Provide. That's a Tell really us. cool record. Who's put this out? Goes off in I love. I, 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 cool. It's on the. It's on Technics label. On noise. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Noisy is just uncovering the heat. I'm literally one of these people. I have to go and click into things and go. Right. What label is it on? Where who put it out? Like I. I like yeah. even with Spotify, I still have to go and like dig in and go. Right. Who's done that? And look at the artwork and like. Yeah. Let's play this. I like. I like Noisy's label. It's cool. That's a great choice. I'm loving that. Noisy on the A&R. Yeah, that's sick. That's a great choice. Um, you were mentioning, let, let me just switch back to the other thing because we can chop that as well. Uh, you mentioned another tip for vocals you were saying in the in our, in our little tree <laughs> chat. Go for it. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people are, are like wondering how to find cool vocals because the go-to of like Splice is probably a little overworked. You find a lot yeah. of the same stuff on there, but um, I've had a couple of records that I've gone and had Fiverr. I've hired someone on Fiverr to like sing the vo vocal or to write a vocal. I mean, there's so many people on there that are that are able to sing and write for you. There's men, there's women, like rap, there's reggae, there's, there's literally everything you could. Was it expensive? I have a record called Love Boy, and it's like my most requested track. It's insane, and it hasn't come out yet, but it will soon. Um, but that one, I, I had a Fiverr vocalist write it for like, I think it was like 70 bucks, maybe US dollars. No way. And it's royalty free. And honestly, I, I'm probably going to give this girl a feature because she did so, she did so, she just crushed it. She, and she's an unknown vocalist from like, uh, Jacksonville, Florida or something like that. So it's just pretty cool. Uh, you know, there's so many vocalists out there that are, that are crazy talented that are used a lot. 
And it's just yeah. insane to see how many are out there that are incredibly talented that are just living their life going on and on. And they're just putting their services out there for you to snatch them up. Hustling their side hustles as a vocalist yeah. on Fiverr. Yeah, go on Fiverr. That's that's really cool. 70, that's 70 bucks. That's nothing for a vocal as well. Yeah, yeah. It's for an pretty original insane. As well. And everyone wants original vocals, so it's, that's mental. Yeah. The craziest part is uh, for this Love Boy record is that I just sent her an instrumental and it was a different instrumental and she wrote all of the vocals on her own and then I reproduced the track around the vocals a little bit better so it fit and it's just like I'm so excited for this release I I don't even have a release date yet and I'm just sitting here like <laughs> googly eyed over it I don't know <laughs> but uh who, yeah who, that, who who is putting that out um so it's going to come out on sink or swim nice um Farrick Dawn and Guz their label yeah, nice. um i'm just not sure when probably next year nice probably early that label's had some great releases this year as well so yeah that's a big that's a big look man well done yeah for sure thank you thank you that's really cool uh where are we at oh, yeah, it's quarter to six already right let's play some more music uh let's go back into our share do you want to go old you've picked a lot of old stuff do you want to do you want to go old or do you want to say new i'm i'm cool we're going old uh, I let's, love let's this. Dude, I let's love play that one. I absolutely, my, fr my fr like I, I went through some stuff at the beginning of the year and my friend, uh, she sent me this, the vinyl for this record and it's literally on the wall in my, in our, in our, in our office. Uh, oh. as like a, look, you won't be defeated by these arseholes that have been a bit horrible to us. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I'm all over this record. Uh, like it's on my running yeah. playlist as well. So yeah. Big choice, thank Dude, you. When I have a, uh, this is usually like the last song I play. When people are like, one more song, this is always queued yeah. up and ready to go. It's such a good one. Oh, it's love. Uh, yeah, I love it. Big choice. Let's play this. Wicked. I love that remake. I love that track. I love that remix. That's a big choice. Thank you very much for bringing that. Um, classic. Huge record. It's a classic. Um, how are the, uh, how's, how's gigs and how's shows? How's it for the rest of the year for you? Pretty good. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it's nice that my team was able to put together a good run of shows, um, you know, kind of salvaging the year for shows. Uh, mm -hmm. so I got some cool stuff coming up. Um, I get to play with Brooklyn Mirage. Uh, I'm nice. really excited about that one. Um, actually I think I'm playing it twice, um, September and December, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just, just doing some runs in the U S and I'm 
really hoping that I'm teeing myself up for some, some European stuff in the, in the, you know, in 2022 or 2023, that's really kind of the goal I've been, I've been, uh, trying to, uh, get to. Have you, have you, when you're signing these music, some of the more European labels, is that kind of the thought as well? Like playing over here and, and, and then, and then signing music to European labels as well. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, still be me and make my sound, but I'm trying to, trying to fit into, you know, that, that Euro sound and that US sound a bit. Um, And so, you know, I really hope that at some point that can, you know, that means some touring internationally, you know, like a sink or swim, they have a heavy presence internationally. Um, Hopefully I'll be able to find a record that will fit with defected. Um, I've been kind of going back and forth with them a little bit, um, trying to land something there. So, yeah, you know, I think, I think what it comes down to with some of these international labels for me is that a lot of the people who either run them or release on them are like huge idols of mine, you know, like I'm such a big Mm -hmm. fan of Ferrick Dawn, um, such a big fan of like defected and, you know, obviously like the Mark Knights of the world. So it's just cool to, you know, start to make music that's catching international attention. Amazing. Uh, well, we ho- I definitely hope you come over here next year. I'd love to see you play. Like I said, I've, yeah. we, we've been, I've been covering you for such a long time and I'm, I, yeah, I'd love to see you play. It'd be well cool. Where are you out of? Uh, just outside London. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. My manager is from London, um, Tom, and he's yep. always talking about, oh, you would do great over there. You would crush <laughs> it. So um, <laughs> got to see if that's actually true. <laughs> yeah, we cool. Yeah, we well cool. Um, let's play. We've got enough time to play another cut record. Yeah, we've got enough time to play a couple of records. Uh, so Harvey says the Austin gig was dope. They were on the balcony vibing to you. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. So Harvest, you're out of Austin. One of my favorite cities to play, actually. You know, that's what's cool over here in the U.S. There's a lot of, like, uh, these smaller cities that are not really house. They're not, like, the house music meccas of the U.S., but, you know, they're really starting to pick up steam. Like, Austin, they are doing some crazy stuff, awesome festivals. Um, And then, like, I just played in Fresno, which is, like, the center of California, and there's really not much going on there. And the crowd was insane. And I was just like, wow, these little pockets across the country are just like, they're just like frothing for house music. They're like, give us more. Nice. I love it. That's well cool. I love it. That's really cool. Nice. Vegas is also doing stuff now, you know, some pretty cool house stuff as well. Traditionally, it's been, you know, like the big room house, but they're doing like some art of the wild stuff. And so there's a lot of cool stuff happening in some of these cities out here. It's, it's nice to see, you know, post-pandemic, nobody's really sure how things are going to, like, recover. So it's nice to see that some of these smaller pockets are still thriving. That's cool. Uh, I reckon we've got enough time to play one more. What are we going to play? I, by the way, I Let's love that you picked Maine. I love her. I love what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, big fan of her. Do you want to play? Should we play one of yours? Or? That, uh, we, yeah, we, actually, I think I threw you on here. Um, that's, Let's play it. That's the one that just came out, uh, you. There we go. You know, what's crazy sure. is that I, I don't really like the uh, the radio edit of that one. But oh, really? I guess I, 
Yeah, it's just like maybe I'm just not fond of radio edits because you just miss so much good part, like so many good parts of a of a record. Like I feel yeah. like this, I feel like you sits best as a full extended. But <laughs> what do I know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't you know. I listen to Spotify a lot, so I'm like, I'm, I, it's punchy in it when you got when you got radio edits. But yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I'm uploading for SoundCloud, I'm always like, I want the full, I want the full version, I want the yeah. full thing on SoundCloud, I want, I want the whole track, and then yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's different, different, different platforms. For sure, for sure. Tell us about this record before we play. It, actually, tell us about the record. Um, so this one is it rounds out my three-track EP on Sweat It Out uh, Club Sweat, mm-hmm. and um, this one's cool because I kind of when I was making this, I. I did it in a very reverse engineering kind of way. Like I had the first, I saved my drums from a remix I did. Um, (laughs) Nice. So so this is me putting my, uh, my advice to use. So I saved the drums from a Grizz remix I did. And, um, you know, I reworked them. I changed the key and I had this really cool vocal that I found. And it was, it was the same, like, um, kind of like phrasing and like melody, as the vocal as it is now, the you vocal that Cat Connor sang, um, but mm. like I just put this this idea in front of Cat, and it was just like a vocal chop, and she heard the words and she was just like started singing it, so it was pretty sick. Um, you know, typically I like to have a vocal and then build around it. This time I kind of like chopped one up and then she just sang, and it fit right wow. in like a like a Lego. So pretty cool how it, how it worked out. Um, but yeah, love this one. I wasn't sure about it, uh, and everybody just loves it, so it's pretty cool to see. Let's play it. That was mad. I love that vocal, man. It sounds amazing. Yeah, you know, Kat Connors, she did a vocal for um, Afaya on a defected record. Yeah. And I became obsessed with that record. And it's so interesting. Like, everybody's connected somehow, right? So my production mm. mentor, he uh, used to teach at Icon Collective here in, in LA, but he's good friends with Kat Connors. So oh, no he way. was able to like connect us and I, I was almost like, she doesn't have that much music out, but I was kind of just like, like in awe kind of that he connected me to her. Cause I just was such a fan of her voice and of that one. Um, it was, uh, it's called somewhere special by Afaya. Um, nice. I was so obsessed with that record. So, um, yeah, really cool that I, I got connected to her and got to work with her. I want to hear it now. Can we hear it? We We've got time. Oh yeah. Should we listen to it? Yeah, let's see if it's, uh, there it is, somewhere special. Go uh, up into the room. Yeah, there there, there you go. Should we listen to this? We'll play one more. Um, 
Or the shed shaker. T- so so it, so obviously I'm in the shed. So we've now got sh- we have we, we have shed shakers, and everyone's saying that to the last track was your la- the, you as a is a shed shaker. I love it. I'm going to use that. <laughs> a, yeah, we have <laughs> we shed steal shaker. that for something. Ah, oh, if you make a shed shaker track, let us know, man. Yeah. I'm gonna play it. Um, wicked. Um, right, let's play this. I want to hear this, Cat Connors. Superb! I really enjoyed that track. Thank you for bringing that to us. That's welcome. Yeah, I mean, two awesome artists, Sophia and Cat Connors. Can't go wrong. Someone asked a question. You noticed? I didn't notice, but you noticed it. Uh, Skell and Keys. Do you record remotely, or do you get in the mm. studio with with vocalists? Um. So Cat, it was in the studio, and then it was not this studio. So I'm like in the process of moving. So yeah. like I have like no setup here. So uh recorded it in studio and um it was pretty quick. Just a couple lines that with that one. So uh but you know it's interesting cuz when the pandemic hit, I started doing virtual writing sessions and it actually nice. wasn't wasn't too bad. Obviously that the vocalist wasn't tracking vocals during mm. it, but uh surprisingly it actually went pretty well. Um but yeah, you know it it's really hit or miss with uh with getting in the studio with vocalists versus just sending them something to, to track vocals over, like sending them an instrumental. How are you doing it? How are you working remotely? Was it a Zoom thing? Was it, uh, were you using any other yeah. extra software? Yeah, I used, uh, I used Zoom to write a track with uh, Leo Stannard. So that one's actually called Check Out and it'll be out in November um, on Higher Ground. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So That's cool. I really love getting in the studio and writing vocals with vocalists. That's probably my favorite because um, I like to be part of that process if I can, but um, kind of cool with it either way. I don't know if I really have like a preference of, you know, in, in studio tracking with them or having them track it and send it. Um, gang, have you got any other chat? Have you got any other questions before we dip? You guys have had some good questions. They're on it, aren't they? <sighs> yeah. Um, wicked. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it's, honestly, it's a pleasure to meet you. Every time I get one of your records or get an email about one of your records, I'm always excited to hear what's next, and always and I have been for a long time. So, honestly, it's a pleasure to meet you. And and yeah, yeah. You know, we'll have to send. Uh, we'll have Tom send over some of my new stuff too, so you can uh, get get some sneak peeks. Please do, definitely. Please do, because I'm. Uh, yeah, I've been a fan for a while, like I said, and I will continue to be. So it's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and you know, good time hanging. Are they? Oh yeah! One last question: Are you accepting demos for Arrow? 
Mm. That's a good question. You know, I've gotten this one quite a bit. Uh, I've kind of let that label go cold. Um, I don't know. It's just running a label takes so much work and time Mm. and money, to be honest. Like, and so, uh, I am not, not going to keep arrow going. I might in the future start a label, but feels like everyone's starting to label right now. So I just decided to like take a step back and figure out, you know, what I, what I would want to do with a label if I had one. Um, so not accepting any demos for arrow, but, um, you know, always, always down to give some feedback. If, uh, harvest, if you want to hit me up, shoot me a DM or something on Instagram and happy to listen to your demos. Just won't accept them. (sighs) Nice. Wicked. Right, let's bounce. Thank you so much for joining us. 